Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. This week on The Pinball Show, we bring you everything you want and more. It's Dennis and I discuss updates to the Stern Pinball production schedule, first impressions of Venom Pinball, the new Guardians of the Galaxy final run being announced, maturing Stern games, AP slipping on the GTF rights, a Chicago gaming production update, Pokemon pinball rumors and new info, exclusive membership discussion of big things coming to Expo and the rest of the year that you're gonna wanna hear, as well as the dirty media and industry gossip and conflict that many of you just love, my experience with Weird Al and the P3 system, which finger you're supposed to be using when playing pinball, a new Screaming Goat Club member, and of course, pinball market trends. Look, episode 138 is a big one as the pinball show provides yet again a fall bountiful harvest of juice and pentertainment. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the pinball show. It's pinball with personality. Uh. Cadillac grills, Cadillac mills. Check out the oil my Cadillac spills. Guess what, Dennis? What? This is the pinball show time. It's episode 138. Uh, How in the hell are you? Wow. Uh, I'm pretty good. I was just I was just wrapping up. You know, I, I have an operating policy I've learned with the modern era that anytime I get any time, any place, uh-huh. email, text message, business is business. And I got to respond right away or else people get mad. They just get mad. Business. Like, I, I'm not even I'm like, I'm not even in business. Like, don't matter. Doesn't matter. When I come calling, you come answering. So how are you? I've been stressed this last week. What is the FedEx is tearing up games, Dennis? They need to go through forklift operator training. They need to. They need to do something. I don't know. They're just so haphazard with these poor games. And the problem is they're dropping them. And you don't see damage on the outside of the box when games get dropped. But Mm -hmm. then when the poor collector opens up their box and then they have cracked cabinets. and Oh, man. And then the FedEx is like, well, that must have happened at the factory. And then Stern's like, that didn't happen at the factory. That must have happened then. And it's like, okay, well, who's going to take care of this mess? Uh Uh-oh. Whittle on me, stuck in the yeah. middle. Well, you know what, though? See, the customer. It, so. it, doesn't it really, though, make sense? Because given your background in, in psychology, that fixing humans who are fine on the outside and damaged on the inside <laughs> is your forte. Oh, man. So really, the businesses are one and the same. There you, are, haven't changed, you haven't changed anything about your life. There certainly are some broken people. Some in, some in media here. Woo! Starting to get scary in media, some of these people. Mm. chill out people chill out it's just a media mixer <laughs> why aren't you going to expo dennis i i now get to because i started my new job i get to blame i won't have enough vacation to to i would be unpaid it would be unpaid to go to expo oh. and I, I don't do that so do you know that colin sh- the kineticist and uh will oedding from this week in pinball are holding a expo pinball media mixer i wasn't i, I didn't rsvp i didn't know if i was going or anything I kind of want to go now. I'm mm. looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I, I knew they uh, they emailed over to eclecticgamerspodcast.gmail.com. This was months ago. I, I did let them know I wasn't going to be able to go to Expo this year, though. Oh, you do so. respond to uh, 
to invitations like the RSVPs for birthday parties and stuff. You're like, I, I will you know, not be when attending. people uh, when people go to the trouble of of sending a message, I do try and follow back up. You want the chicken or the pork? I don't always do it, but I. But I try that, although I think that was before I even was changing jobs. I think that was just where I was kind of like, yeah, I'm not doing expo because, mm. you know, me and my bias against expo. You know what I'm not doing at expo that everybody does is the uh, Olympics. Well, I'm not doing a booth. Oh, so I could technically do the Olympics. The whole I hear the Olympics pulling is pulling on but dicks and stuff when you're playing. Football. It just I don't know. Uh, just doesn't appeal to me I'm, much. I'm so. not sure that I'm not sure that's the Olympics that they were going to oh. do. Well, sorry. I think you. You turn upside down and then pull on a dick to shoot a flipper. I said something like that. I promise. What? I've seen the pictures. Oh, no, I, I that doesn't sound right. That sounds inappropriate. Is there Elmo? Is Elmo there? There's, there's, there's beer Elmo? goggles. There's man. Do they? It sounds like a Stefan. Though so you've got Stefan. Oh, <laughs> Stefan. Oh, those are funny. Bits. You've got babies. You've got Elmos. <laughs> you've got beer goggles and a really hateful country song. <laughs> not in this town pinball expo <laughs> oh, oh gosh wow you're just trying to i know trigger everyone uh, today. why not why not uh how's your last week then fine fine last two weeks really we haven't we haven't spoken since the last episode other than a few messengers and you mr david dennis the what what the the, <laughs> la, the last to know <laughs> Last and the last <laughs> cold takes. Cold David takes. Yeah, that's it. Cold takes. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to say that he's behind the times, but but hearing about that awesome Ghostbusters game was really quite touching. <laughs> he's like, did you hear about the designer of that game? <laughs> I did back in 2016. <laughs> Oh, poor David Dennis. He's a good he's a good sport about it. That's the one thing I do yes. respect about the Yes, guy. it's it's that Canadian sense of humor. You know, because Canada, we've imported a lot of our good comedians from Canada. We do. Here yeah. as Americans. We've really relied on them. More more so for that than maple syrup or Tim Hortons or anything. Or even a Craig Bobby, because he's mm. MIA yet again this again? week. Well, in his defense, what news is there? We've we there Dan, Dan, there are a lot. Uh, of new breaking stories here and uh, people love hearing the pinball show discuss it there's a lot of a lot of updates a lot of big expo happenings new games coming out we've got all the goods here on episode 138 like the stern pinball production updates oh people love the production updates there have been a lot of modifications to this production schedule a lot. Oh, is, is that why in my internal notes, the listener has no way of seeing that they're bolded? <gasps> Bold, yeah. It's kind of like the pre-order stuff that I put on my website. And for some reason, I can put them in all bold, all caps, twice on the product page. And somebody orders it. And then a week later says, well, wait a minute. I thought the ice cold beer was only $500. I didn't know it was $5,500. Well, <sighs> yeah, I often drop a zero too. Do you? They're heavy. When you, <laughs> when you spend hundreds of dollars online do you read at all what you or do you just buy it now what, what? <laughs> jeez read people <sighs> we're not in we're not in the pandemic times anymore folks you don't have to worry about ice cold oh beer selling God. out okay? you, you do have enough time jeez. all right i digress <laughs> do you know how many non-refundable oh, deposits nicole fine. and i have refunded this last week or two zero i assume because they're non-refundable be zero but no reduce I, your expectations no, to zero no, basically uh, here's how it is listener if, if any of you want to know 
all you've got to do is just insinuate that if you don't get your non-refundable deposit back, then you're just going to hose us as a company publicly into a public forum or social media. And yeah, we'll give in and we'll, we'll give you your non-refundable deposit back. It's really all you got to do because mm. Nicole and I, we've decided like, yeah, it doesn't matter anymore what you say. Uh, people will just continue to, to do what they want because the customer is always right. Am I correct? I hear that. <sighs> Last week, Stern Pinball was building Venom Pros. They were shipping Venom Pros. And at the end of the week, they started building Venom LEs. Okay. People were wondering, when are these Venom LEs going to sure. happen? Yeah. Uh, so Friday, they went on the line, I believe. And then you'll see midweek this week to late this week, LEs starting to ship domestically even, I believe. So uh, people are going to get their Venom LEs, including myself. Woo. Can't wait. We're going to get those. I don't know about this week. We'll get them, but they'll be shipping some of them this week. And then the first week of October, we'll have that Venom Premium. October, I have to make a little bit of a modification here. Dennis, I said that Deadpool Pros had run, and they did, they run weeks, ran weeks back, uh, and then we were going to get the premiums coming in October here. Uh, but from my understanding, Stern Pinball is still running more Deadpool Pros as well. So pro and oh, premiums okay. here in October. So yeah, good. I actually had, I think I mentioned it on a couple, an episode or two ago, I had someone contact me asking about the Deadpool stuff, and mm -hmm. I I mentioned that the you know the pros were being finished up on a run, and I didn't know when the next run would be. So apparently, it's a lot sooner than I had expected. They have they have changed that since uh, since last telling us dealer. So uh, that's a good thing because Deadpool pros people have still been seeking them out. We ran out of them, so we have we have spots now for the the run this month or not this month, but in October here. So bye bye bye, flipping out pinball. October also, we're going to see a small run of Foo Fighters pros. The change here, the modification listener, is that the premiums, they have no plans on making Foo Fighters premiums in October. Before it was pro and premiums, a small little run, but uh, nonetheless, a run. Now it's just a small run of Foo Fighter Pros in October. They're taking premiums. They're bumping it all the way out of the entirety of 2023. And here in a second, I'll tell you where they're going to fall, which may surprise you. November rolls around, and we've got Godzilla Premium. So we thought, oh. are they going to be November, December? What's going to be in that November hole? Godzilla Premium, as of right now, is the only thing to go into the November hole. So you've heard it here at TPS. We, we've told you for months now, we think something else is going to partner alongside that Godzilla Premium run. And every day it goes by, I'm more and more confident of such. Yeah, probably more plume toppers. <laughs> plume life! I played my Godzilla premium yesterday, in fact. Oh, did you get and a every, billion again? I did not. I got halfway there. I only had time for one game. And I, so but every time my ball would drain and it did the little thing, I would scream along with Godzilla. So I'm still just as obnoxious as I always have been with oh, it. I love it. December comes along and guess who's back? Back again. Is it the Rush game? No. Well, uh, Ray. No, no. Sit back down. Sorry, bud. He popped up real quick. Oh, wait, wait, huh? <laughs> it's like a prairie dog. Right. He no. just he listens for Led Zeppelin right. and Rush, <laughs> and the moment the sound appears across the prairie, his little prairie dog head yeah. pops up. A little nose twitches around. every time he hears airport. Yep, wait and he pops back down below into the tunnels. <laughs> no, James Bond is back. They got rid oh, of it wow. out of 2023, but then they wow. said no. We'll. We'll do a small run in December of James Bond Pro and Premium. Again, smaller run, both models there, but uh, 
Nonetheless, they will have some of them built in December. That's the plan as of right now. And the big news from Sir and Pinball, since we've spoke last to these beautiful listeners, majority of you are beautiful. Some of you are ugly, but you listen anyway, so we love you. December, we're going to see one final run of Wobobbly Bobo. Bubbly Bobo yes. is my favorite Bobo. Bobo's coming back. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Pro. That's right. Star-Lord. Last hurrah. Fun game. One final build of Guardians of the Galaxy Pro. So much so that they're getting a commemorative back box like plate or badge that says they did that with the uh, last Star Trek. leaving the factory. <laughs> yeah, they did that with Star Trek at one point. Mm-hmm. Final Voyage. Mm-hmm. I wonder what this one's going to be called. Final Groot. <laughs> That would be good. Finally, Bobo. <laughs> yes, the final Bobo. Final Bobo. Finally, Bobo. Um, so get in your Guardians of the Galaxy Pro uh, pre-orders right now. You can go to flippingoutpinball.com. We have a 250 non-refundable, non-transferable <laughs> deposit. You're selling the game for a mere $250? I'll get those wow. people. You know what? This bullshit, you've re- man. You've really taken this. We're just going to set the price at whatever we want to heart. And then that's the rest of the year for Stern Pinball. <gasps> or is it? We do know that 2024, we're going to get a Star Wars. Uh, we'll get that re-ran. We'll get the Mandalorian run at some point. We know specifically Q2, and these things could always change, but right now they're planning on Q2 of 2024 to include the likes of Venom Pro and Foo Fighters Pro. Venom Pro, it's interesting that we're not going to see any production of those until mid-year next year. Well, I mean, maybe they'll do it early Q2. Still, that's that's kind of surprising to me. I could, yeah, I mean, I could see it. But, uh, you know, the thing is, all of the cool stuff that people look at visually is on the premium, not the pro of that. Okay. Yeah. That's where I think, I think this, I, I don't know long term. Obviously, you'll have a you'll have some data points as time goes by. But Mm -hmm. I think long term Venom pros don't move well Mm. compared to the premiums. And this and the thing thing is i don't think any of them move end up moving well from the feedback i'm hearing but I'm, and i for the most part they're kind of heating up right now as people are playing them sales wise i don't know reaction yeah wise, it, it's, it's gonna come down to the code thing i think mm-hmm. people have to experience the code because they look at the layout and i think it was on uh triple drain which is on the pinball network where someone i think it was tom had remarked that because layout wise the shots uh in his and I, he's obviously he's a very good player but the The problem, depending on what you want out of a pinball machine, is that he felt that the layout was the easiest Stern layout that Stern has ever done as a manufacturer. Wow. So, you know, if that's that's that's, and and that's not like if you look at a pro, you're all you see is a fan layout. So you would definitely assume that would probably play easier than, you you know, like an Avengers. My argument with Tom would be. Tom, remember though, in the last two years, the end thing is to squeeze an extra shot or two into a, even a fan layout. So to say it's the easiest, I, yeah, I disagree with that. I, I think Steve Ritchie's not working there anymore. Like he had some what, open shots. What do you games. think was Stern's easiest, like just longest player as a layout? Because uh, Lord of the Rings would probably be the answer most people would say. Yeah, if we I mean, go all the way back to '99, start. It all pinball. depends on outlanes where they're set. Well, oh yes, settings and steepness and so we all got that. Steve Ritchie's and, erect flippers. Whenever you, you know, uh, Star Trek, I would say is a pretty easy shooter. It is. Uh, I don't think it's as easy as Lord of the Rings, though. Led Zeppelin Pro, pretty easy shooter. Mm, 
I always thought that one was kind of rough. But yeah. again, setup comes down to a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lord of the Rings certainly would be a longer shooter there. Simpsons Pinball Party, really long shooter. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good one. But yeah, yeah. And now Venom taking the crown. See, I don't, I haven't played a Go lot of Venom. symbiote web. But some of those shots are tight because there's an extra little shot, it feels like. But I don't know. They're pretty findable. So you're going to have to wait to find Venom Pro next year. We've, I mean, I think maybe they, they've just built so many pros in this first run where we're used to just operators only. So mm. I guess it makes sense that instead of just getting operator only pros, I would uh, I would have to wait probably two three months for my second run of pros. So I just got kind of a double batch initially. So I guess that Q two makes sense. What else is coming? Oh, Q three of twenty twenty four. Also Godzilla pros and Jurassic Park pros, likely premiums as well with those. But they mm. just indicated pros on our yeah. on our notations here. Q three is the Elwin Q. Yep, and Q four. That's where you're going to see Foo Fighter Premium over a year from now. Mm. Now, see, I think that's far more surprising than the Venom Pro being Q2. It but. really is, because that Foo Fighters has sold very, very well. Initially, it was kind of like that Mandalorian thing, where Mandalorian sold gangbusters when it first mm -hmm. came out. The first uh, four to six months, Mandalorians were just, whew, they were, they were well, sales force. I, I thought Mandalorian was like going to clean up on you know awards and mm -hmm. recognition, and then Godzilla came out later that yeah. year and kind of yeah. disrupted it. I mean... The biggest thing at the time, though, was, you know, people in the 20-page instruction manual to make a hand-wavy Baby Yoda mod. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, they were, were mad. Yep. Baby Yoda didn't have his hand yep. wave. So that was back when people didn't have anything better to do than to invest two dozen pages into an instruction manual. But they also wanted Baby Yoda to do the Mogwai song, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Q4, Foo Fighters Premium, not for another year. Dealers do have them in stock. We do have them in stock, but I can I can confidently say I will run out of Foo Fighters Premium before Q2 of 2024. So that start that might start feeling a little tight there for that title. We also have in Q4 2024 James Bond Pro and Premium. So see, just like I hypothesized, I think it was last episode, listener, that uh, you're going to get more more larger runs in quantity. Um, of units, but fewer frequency of those runs. So it looks like James Bond, they're, they're prepping to do a once a year kind of run thing. Maybe that's what they're doing for Foo Fighters as well, it looks like. But they're just spreading their pro and premiums apart. So that's the that's the recent updates. We still have our discontinued games of Maiden, Avengers, the home edition games. So I got my hands on a Venom Pro, Dennis. Oh, yeah. what were your impressions of it? So I, I didn't get to play too long before I had to ship it off to Joel's, and he was saddened by getting a pro only. But, yes, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. He, I'm sure his uh, his gratitude was uh, not the usual level. Yeah, he's like, man, whatever. You can put it over there. <laughs> the uh, my first impressions were, and this is probably 15, 20 games, wasn't many, but this game is what I would call a true gunslinger. This is the Brett Favre of pinball machines. Like it is fast and whippy. Like it, and it's very uh, theme appropriate too, because at times I felt like I was just web slinging. Because as soon as you make a shot, those fast speed locks are boom, back, boom, shot, boom, back, boom, 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 and it's a lot of that. So mm. uh, it is a gunslinger in a game that it's not really a trappy game. You're not trapping up like maybe you do because of the code and stuff, and you want to slow it down. But if you wanted to, you could just keep 
firing and throwing tomahawks or ninja stars or whatever you're thinking. It's one of those types of games. And that's fun. That's a lot of fun. It is a speed demon of a game. Um, so I liked, I liked that. And the rules, I didn't know if I'd like the rules because it's not a mode-based game as Dwight has just drilled into our heads. And I love mode-based games. So I thought this one's just going to be maybe a swing and a miss. They're actually really cool. I kind of liked the, it did feel video game-like to me because I was wanting to go back. Even if I had a shitty game, I felt good about it because I was still progressing with my XP. I was still getting closer to being able to defeat Null and to character up and, and unlock that venomized Captain America or Wolverine. So that was that was really, really cool. Um, but I think the pinball community is going to have to get used to uh, the landscape in which Dwight and his team are laying out here because I think we're going to see this kind of stuff in future games. It's very smart because there's a lot that you can do with this type of code set rather than what pinball has seen since the 90s. But it is really, really unique, really novel, and I think it works really well. My only concern about the rule stuff is whether the coding departments of these manufacturers can give us enough to create a landscape like this to keep us coming back. And we do have one on location. I just haven't been out to it yet. Okay. So well you start otherwise. a new job. So I mean you're busy. Yeah, I just I haven't I haven't been traveling for pinball. So it sounds interesting. I still really want to try it. The thing for me is I don't know on location if I'm gonna get a great feel. Obviously I can I can carry my progress over with Insider Connected, mm-hmm. but this style of approach seems much more suited for the home environment. So I'm, I'm See, skeptical. I'm going to get a really good vibe off of it in the location play approach, but we'll, we'll see. I thought that initially now I'm kind of flipping. I'm wondering if this type of approach isn't better for a location than it is at home. Cause it almost feels like, um, kind of like when I had the Jurassic park arcade game here, I could just keep pressing continue. And keep mm. getting further into that arcade game and then it's done kind of thing. Whereas if you're on location, you're, I mean, you're really paying for that progress. You're, it's going to take a little bit to level up and to get, you know, to that next unlockable character to, I, I don't know. Did you shoot, did you shoot any vertical video of it? <sighs> I didn't get to because I set, well, I set it all up and then I was like, Hey, where's my weird patchy uh direct video capture dead flip thing and i messaged joel i was like please don't tell me you have my weird dongly video capture lvds qnrp thing he was like yeah you forgot you forgot it in godzilla a year ago I'm like shit mm. so no because um because <sighs> i did i did go and check out your gtf one and it actually it was easy to follow the ball so it, oh, i was wrong it, it worked it worked as a format it does work doesn't it yeah yeah i i may have Recorded some vertical video of Foo Fighters in the new code, though, that uh, people may see this week. Mm. Yeah, subscribe and follow. Flipping on Pinball Street down the middle. But yeah, I want to get, I'm going to get a Venom LE for myself. So I'll get some video of that, I think. It's just not going to be as good as a lot of these people. And that's okay. But yeah, I, I was digging this game so far. A lot of fun. It's just beautiful. And I just said it, but uh, I'll say it again. Joel on uh, on uh, flipping out pinballs, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, that kind of stuff. Go follow, like, and subscribe to that because he had on Dwight Sullivan. Dwight Sullivan walked him through the entirety of the like the rule set as it is right now, uh, and they had a lot of fun. And Dwight was funny. He's a funny guy, and he's close enough to Joel where he can bust his chops, and it's very, very uh, relatable and, and fun to watch. So go watch that. He's also got gameplay videos, tutorials, shorts, reels, etc. 
and some vertical GTF video. New code. Your favorite, Dennis. Mm-hmm. New. Yeah, everyone's really excited. Uh, for we'll this run part. through it quick. New Foo Fighters code, V.97. It's close to that 1.0. New song, Rescued, is in there. Uh, all the songs can be chosen from the ball start, too, now. You just keep on scrolling past the eight tracks of the tapes or whatever that may be, and then to go into a second set. So here's like 16, 18 songs. It's a lot. They also added a final battle, final wizard mode. Once you do all the things, a lot of polish, a lot of adjustments. That game is solid. That is a effing solid game. Venom .91. is the first official code update uh, from release. They added a, I thought this was interesting, a prolonged competition mode instead of just a regular competition mode. You have that, but you also have a prolonged mode to the gameplay menu, meaning that if you're having a competition, unless you turn the game off or change a state, it'll stay on competition mm. mode. You don't have yeah, to select that, that'll be appreciated. That'll be appreciated. Yeah. Also, a lot of other additions, features, fixes, polish, balance. James Bond, .960 came out. They added another wizard mode. Duel on the Disco Volante? I don't know the reference there because I wasn't born yet when these movies came out. But it's a wizard mode. It's kind of like uh, it's like Valinor. you got to get all six villain modes. you got to complete all six henchman modes, all six spectre weapon modes, and all six cube branch modes. And then you can go into this wizard mode multi-phase and staged wizard mode for with both single ball and multi-ball. Cool. This little darling that is Bond, David Dennis is getting his wish. This damn game is deep. This game is deeper than... I was about to say, it's a deeper code set right now than anything that Stern's producing at the moment. Am I right? I'm going to have all my stern uh, coding friends. Right into the show at gmail.com and, and say if that's right or if there is a deeper game in I production from stern. Because I don't, I don't know if there is. I don't know. My thought was Godzilla. I don't know how you measure that. I mean, Godzilla has a lot of stuff, but I don't know what you what you count as depth. Like Godzilla is obviously you've got like your, you know, you collect your tanks and you collect your bridge attack and you've got your power line stuff. And mm-hmm. like, how does that weigh against the the weapon modes and the Q branch modes yeah. and stuff? Because those aren't modes in Godzilla. They get you to a mode where you get like a multi ball mode. But sure. I so I don't know if the, I don't know the answer. That's so that's why people can write in and tell us the answer. Yeah, I'm sure. Vinicor, text me. Ray Day. No, just you listeners email. We don't need the stern people to tell us their version of the truth. Okay. Plus, I don't want them fighting over lunch over there. The people. No Deadpools. Have the answer. Deeper. No. Also in this, I found this. Nobody else would care. But during the player up (laughs) track timing, there is a topper light show that you can customize the colorization if you are a logged in insider connected user, no That's, one cares. Dennis, you no you mean to cares. tell me that now we like, can customize hey, look, our own our topper now has Logitech lighting mouse I support. Yeah, I can change the color of my mouse on my computer. Have you? I bet you have. <laughs> I turned it down so it wasn't so bright. <laughs> you customized it still. I custom <laughs> not the color. I customized the brightness because it was bright. Oh my gosh, Dwight! Can you customize something where I can put my own pictures into the hologram on the Mandalorian topper? <laughs> <laughs> I want to shock my visitors as they walk through my game room and say, "What the? F- what was that?" They're already shocked when they see everything's at five point <laughs> no, five it. degrees. That's not even true. That's pretty true. You're such. A- <sighs> Figure. I was there. I was there, Gandalf, 10,000 years ago, and I saw it. 
I saw Ooh. when the strength of men failed and they oh, put their gosh. rings and their pinball machines at 5.5 degrees. Their rings a flat floor. <laughs> I mean, if those games were any floatier, they'd be the Eagles to go destroy. It's just not true. A lot more polished. I assume it's they're, they're that floaty so that if your room ever floods, they'll be okay. <laughs> you have to be careful not to slip on a flooded floor. Whip. Speaking of slips, did you see this last week? American Pinball, they let the GTF rights slip between their tank gloves. They, I had not. <laughs> and I don't renew. know what that even means. They forgot to renew the trademark, uh, the registered but, trademark for GTF. But does it matter? I don't know. I mean, so, I mean like, they, they're still the original user of it. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess maybe that means someone else could try and trademark GTF, but it doesn't mean they wouldn't be able to still do their GTF. So they could so, still do theirs. But if they made I think any changes I'm not a lawyer. or Nothing I say on this podcast should be construed as giving you legal advice. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I just found it interesting that it uh, is. Remember when poker run was a trademark they had (laughs) me and Pepperidge farm. Remember? I think I had, I think I told Dahl or I think I told one of their owners like face to face. (laughs) Do not make that game. (laughs) Though they, the only good one they had in the list was Sherlock Holmes and they didn't do it. And they let galactic star force. What would that? What mm. game would that have looked like? Maybe the game would fold up into a, a, that Navi depressive flame from Super Mario. Yes, You're all it just light up die. really blue. <laughs> um. All that you see at the end of your path is the great <laughs> void. Think of the callouts. Right. Think about how fun that game would be. I'd be down. We'd probably get it a little bit quicker than Chicago Gaming could get us a Cactus Canyon. <laughs> Are they? even making those still i was reading on nap arcade that uh some dealer told him that they were going to suspend the cactus canyon alley production until later this year q4 end of the year kind of thing but uh which i was like oh god i don't know if that to be true though because more have been trickling out we just i mean i just got uh, some le's and se pluses again uh this last week so i i don't know the hmm. truth on that i don't think so they're slow. They're so slow that we, we wouldn't know whether or not I it's mean, true. There there have always been jokes about how slow Chicago gaming is. The thing is, it just seems like every release is slower. Yes, they, they double the, down that's the on part it that's weird. Time. Yeah, they like they like have adopted the sloth as their mascot. They are the Chicago gaming sloths. That's a good one, actually. Now, last episode, we did a, uh, a membership exclusive content bonus episode all about pocket monsters. The li- yes. listeners know what pocket monsters are? Of course they do. Do they? The Pokemon. They're, Pokemon. they're smart and savvy people. There were some rumors going around that Pokemon Pinball was happening. We had some information, so we spoke with our uh, club members about that. You can go listen to that by signing up to patreon.com slash the pinball show. I will say uh, quickly in here, if you want to hear the details, go to that show. Uh, but we talked about whether we thought the IP is a good pinball theme, what sales would look like, what they may focus on with that theme, and then the information we knew. I'm hearing that... Uh, it is true. Pokemon uh, as a pinball theme, as an IP, is a strong possibility for pinball. Companies are speaking. It is a speaking point, uh, and details are being ironed out to see if somebody can make this happen. So it's not like a, we're not going to return your calls. We want nothing to do with this. But uh, no, no, it's uh, very likely to become a thing. 
Um, but mm. keep in mind, IP ownership, very muddled on Pokemon. Um, different companies own different things. And what were you saying, Dennis? Like um, the Pokemon well, group? Yeah, there's a, there's a company called The Pokemon Company mm-hmm. that my understanding is the because of the mixed ownership of the IP, mm-hmm. that was formed to handle the licensing side. Mm. So I think as long as you're working with a Pokemon company, then you're basically negotiating with all the owners. So, mm, okay. So that's how they've tried to address that. Well, the- Cause there's a whole, there are all a whole set of rules about who like can publish what, and some of it depends on country and all of that. So there are all those deals made, but I think if you want to do something with the license, you go through the Pokemon company and then you don't have to like contact Nintendo separately. Oh, okay. Well, it's a, it's a strong possibility because I know that groups are discussing. Everybody was saying Stern Pinball's got that. They've talked about it before. They've uh, I can tell you that uh, they may have talked to Stern Pinball. <laughs> that may be a thing, Wink. But uh, there's no deal that's been inked, to my knowledge, as of uh, the last information that I had heard. Uh, this has been a couple weeks ago. Uh, no deal has been inked. In fact, I know there's ongoing discussions because there's other manufacturers that have spoken with the Pokemon company and the Pokemon group about bringing that weird little red, white ball thingy uh, to the pinball industry. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Where's it going? Squirtle. Squirtle, a little turtle. And what was yes. the other one? Hufflepuff? There's Jiggly. There's Jigglypuff. Oh, Jigglypuff. Yeah, Hufflepuffs. Yeah. Potter. Jigglypoof. Yeah. You got Bulbasaur. That's a classic. And Mew. Pikachu, of course. Mew Mew. Mew, Mewtwo. Oh, Mewtwo. There's Mewtwo. Mewtwo's I just pictured Bono, one. but a cat is singing Mewtwo. And there's Meowth, <laughs> the cat, Meowth. That, no, they stole meow, that from meow. Fred Rogers, meow. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> meow, meow doesn't want to go meow. Remember that character? Here's a puppet that lives in a little schoolhouse in a tree. And read a pussycat. We meow, a beautiful meow. Meow. Yes, Henrietta. I do not. That's how old you never I remember Mr. Lamb Rogers? Chop. I did, but I don't remember. I love and the owl, the arrogant owl. I liked him. I don't remember the owl. And the little prince, he was kind of a snot. Yeah, <laughs> and I the don't trolley. Remember, the remember trolley? I vaguely remember the you trolley. You know what? what? Put me in on a Mr. Rogers neighborhood pin. That would be no. hands down. That I would I would buy that. It's like a dream. I would I would buy that before I even knew. If you sign up to the Patreon uh, membership for the Pinball Show, we also uploaded another bonus outtake, some extra content. It was us discussing DC. I think it was the DC Universe. Some of the films recently, like the Flash and the Batman, all that. So go listen to that. That was that was pretty funny. I think it's a good segue. Us jumping into what our exclusive pinball show subscription content is going to be this week. This is a this is a big one. We'll call the topic this week, Dennis. Are we going to be getting another load of new games released this year, like we did earlier this year? Just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't? It? Yeah, that was just super smooth. For example, remember back in March when everybody was like, "Holy crap! There's five new pinball machines." Remember, remember Barry's name? Yes, Pepper's I Farm. I remember Barry. Okay. I remember Barry. It. Uh. There's some info coming in, and we're going to go through what we may see from now until Expo, until the rest of the year. And I think we may see some pretty significant stuff coming. We'll talk about it more uh, in our club membership bonus content episode. 
If you're not a club member, all you've got to do is go to patreon.com slash the pinball show. It's only $10 a month and you get exclusive content such as that, as well as a private discord discussion uh, and communication. That's a lot of fun. Or you can jump up to the Nordman $25 a month level, uh, and that's going to give you all kinds of extras in addition to that official club membership, such as picking your own topic. You get some swag stuff. You get to hang out each and every month with us as we do a live hangout meeting. I'm going to start calling it happy hour, the TPS happy hour. Uh, and then you can jump up to a hundred dollar level, the screaming goat club members. Uh, we might have a new one this week, Dennis, but uh, oh. the, the screaming goat club members, you get your own uh, correspondence with Dennis and I about the really juicy, juiciest of, of fruits. And uh, you also get a paywall polo t-shirt. Uh, you also get to be on the show at some point. You also, there's all kinds of stuff that you get. So sign up today. So this week, yeah, we'll be talking about oh, how many games maybe we're going to see between now and the end of the year, or especially at Expo. We'll conveniently segue into spooky pinball. Mm. All right, so I was on social media. This is one of these little gossip magazine parts of the pinball discussion, the pinball media. So I was getting ready to check out at Flipping Out Pinball, and I looked at the magazine rack, and I saw a spooky pinball ex-employee throwing Elbowins at Spooky. You get an elbow and throw an elbowins. Okay. I read this in your write-up and I was like, I don't get what he's well, going for here. This is on the magazine rack. You know, they have to they have to reach for some kind of title there. Throwing elbowins at Spooky a little over a week ago on social media. That is Bowen Karen's. Bowen Karen's, the uh, pinball player extraordinaire, uh, rules developer, mathematician uh, guy, uh, well known in the pinball industry. Uh, he had worked at Spooky Pinball before. Now he's with Multimorphic, I believe. Isn't he? I think he's with Multimorphic. I, Shit. I'm not sure. I don't know where he's at. I'm not sure. But anyway, he made the following post on social media. Achievement unlocked. Blocked on Facebook by former employer. Thanks, Spooky Pinball LLC. Oh, wait. I can't tag them. Hee <laughs> hee. Good luck and may the good games flow freely from one and all. Oh. Pinball shade. Mm, I did see this post. Drama um, grab. Yeah, but I, I want to. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, what are your thoughts on this? Because we had I, we had some opposing views, but then I think we came together at the end there. Uh, well, I it's I think it's odd for a for a company to to go ahead and have blocked an ex employee, mm -hmm. but. It also sounded like in the comment section with additional detail that Bone wasn't even sure exactly when it had happened either. So it oh. may not even be particularly recent. I guess sort of thirdly, though, it's I mean, it's a drama thing between a former employee and an organization. So it's not really of like it's not really of public interest. Mm. So in a way, I don't care per se because yeah. it doesn't doesn't involve the community in any in any way this is between it's a weird thing to do i think it ends up uh ultimately making spooky probably look bad because they're mm -hmm. the they're the big entity so they're then the saying saying that you can't post on our page especially if you hadn't been known to have posted anything like like mm -hmm. trashing on the page mm -hmm. but again i don't know if that ever happened or not because it's not like i go and monitor spooky's page all the time so i don't know the motivations behind it I also don't really care very much. Mm, I think it's fair. Uh, for me, this is juicy little gossip. I kind of like it. <laughs> I kinda, yeah, I you like you it. pinball people and your drama and your... Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't mind seeing stuff like this when I'm like, oh, looky here. Meow. It doesn't include me. Meow. Thank God. So my take on this was initially when I saw it, uh, I could see the argument. Man, this looks bad on Spooky Pinball. Why are they blocking people? Because I agree, you'll never win ever. Believe me, people. I've been through the mistake of trying this. Blocking people that, um, if, like you're a company or something. You don't, The minute you go blocking people, it just it fires things up even more. There's really no big benefit of blocking someone. Unless they were just super egregious with like, just rolling you in the mud publicly, but they're going to do it regardless whether you block them or not. So I, I agree. Not the best look, uh, but then again, <laughs> uh, out of these two conflicting parties, one being spooky pinball and one being Bowen Karen's, you got one person showing ass here and you got one person that's quiet. I respect that too, though, because if, I spouted off on the injustices and the bullshit that I've had to deal with in this industry. If I, I even have a podcast and I spout off some of it, but if I spouted off all of it, I would look insane. Uh, but I don't. I shut up and I take it. Uh, so I respect Spooky more for saying nothing at all because I don't think uh, his hands aren't, his hands probably aren't uh, all the way clean there, Bowens. Um, because, and here's the thing. His closing, his closing sentence was the one that I'm like, okay, enough. Good luck and may the good games flow freely from one. Oh, bullshit. That's where, that's where you lost me, Bowen. It's okay. You know what? I kind of like the balls of just calling somebody out and saying, hey, I noticed you, you blocked me. How about that? Thanks a lot, Spooky. Like that passive aggression is okay. And I like the call out. But then when you say, I'm going to plus one it by saying that, I'm open and free to everybody. Oh, bull. That's what pinball, that's what bugs so, my ass in pinball so much. It's just fakeness. That's fake bullshit. That's okay. fake. Did you, because when I read this, I wondered this. I have no idea because I didn't ask him if he put that in there because that is a spooky move through and through. Mm. Let's post photos. Oh, look, we share our truck with all these other manufacturers. We mm-hmm. want all the manufacturer total spooky. Mm-hmm. Remember that was their whole stick for years was how we want them all to succeed. We want, we want to help each other out. Yeah. We're all about advancing pinball. It's like, you're a business, right? No, you're about spooky selling spooky mm-hmm. games. Not this whole, like, you're running a charity for American pinball thing that they were trying to argue or what, or how I took it. I don't, so, I don't so think I he posted it because So I wondered if he put this in there no. because that is a total no. spooky thing where no. they where they are all like, yeah, we just want all the good games to flow three, freely. No, he didn't do that because everybody does that. He's just doing that because he's trying to protect himself and say, hey, I'm not starting shit here. I'm just letting you know how how good that I am and open and you know how even I am because I will still congratulate Spooky Pen. Uh, no, I do not believe efforts. Well, anytime you you choose to move something publicly, you're you're starting exactly. something or wanting a reaction. So that's always the case again. Because I with my member berries. Because again, when it's an organization, you notice more. I I still remember good old. We just want the industry to grow and su- succeed. And when Spooky threw their massive hissy fit mm-hmm. when Stern got Godzilla. Yeah. I would, which they don't say anything about now because Stern made a game that they would never have been able to match. Here's what I would argue uh, on on that is 
I agree with you. I've seen those posts from Spooky. You know, hey, we're here to help everybody. We don't care. And I, these I, were more. These were more a few years ago than exactly. I remember. Then, That's but. my point. That that might have been when Charlie was uh, calling the show. But shots. that was back when Bowen worked with them. Yeah. So you see, mm-hmm. it's all connected. I don't see that as much anymore. I've seen a lot it's of changes over connected. at Spooky Pinball. Actually, I've seen a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. So. I think times have changed over at Spooky Pinball, and I'm excited about the change. I know people are worried about it, but uh, uh, from my end, I'm very excited about what's going on over there. But uh, yeah, Boeing's great at what he does, and I'll forever love his Rick and Morty code and stuff like that. But if he's trying to present himself as being free from drama and wrongdoing, oftentimes those are the ones that make me sniff the hardest. At the end of the day, I've gotten trouble about all of this stuff because... I've been open and honest. Honesty, if you guys haven't learned by now, listener, honesty kind of gets you nowhere, especially in the in the public realm. I'm honest a lot, and I get in trouble for it. Um, now there's a difference between being honest and just being a, a dickhead, too. <laughs> I get that. I've been guilty of, of the latter as well. But what uh, burns me in pinball is the fake shit, the fake bullshit that so many people in not an authority position, but so many people that are widely representing something, whether it be a brand or a company or just, just feed you complete and utter fake shit. I don't do that. I don't do good with that. Never will. Never will. And that's why my wrists are sore sometimes because they get slapped and it's like, I get a little, I, I didn't like, understand. Well, I, didn't I, I wasn't thinking that direction. Well, let's, but. let's use this as an example to our next <laughs> Let's see how I can do this next one uh, and still be true to myself. Let's talk about Multimorphic. Did you know that they had a new game released, a downloadable game by Michael Ocean called Dungeon Door Defender? I like the name. I love alliteration. I had heard that there was a new game out, but I hadn't read anything up on it. And I didn't get like a press release or anything to eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com. So I haven't done my research yet on, on it for my next episode on that show. So yeah, Michael Ocean is one of the main game developers of Weird Al, as well as Mm. the new Final Resistance. So he's taking his crack at the downloadable, uh, the downloadable phone game kind of thing for the P3. And this one works off the heist module. So for all of you who have the heist module, you probably should look into, into this game. I think it's like 30 bucks or something like that. Uh, But it's a tower defense genre of a game. Uh, oh, I I have no that, clue what that is. That is uh, that is not a that's not a common genre. It's ne- it's never been a big genre. It's an interesting niche. Okay. So the um, there have been some like I I've owned a number of tower defense games because I've really liked them. Uh, but it's like a sometimes food. You don't. I, it's not like my main gaming uh, appetite is for tower okay. defense. But the way it works uh, in a, n- a normal tower defense video game tower defense is. Typically, and sometimes there are twists on it, but you basically have resources and you're allowed to build little towers. And there's usually a path, a route Mm -hmm. that the enemies are going to to try and destroy you. And so you build towers along the path and every wave gets harder. So you build different type towers, you upgrade your towers, and basically you try and stop all of the enemy from successfully navigating the entire path and and beating you. And usually after a certain number of levels, it's over and you go to a new map with a new layout and, and that's tower defense. Oh, your princess so is in castle. Okay. Yeah, there was a there was a South Park tower defense game that did pretty well back in the like Xbox 360 PS3 era, okay. I think. Uh, for example, I, I've played. Uh, there used to be. Uh, it was pretty easy to program those into Flash. So there were some Flash games back when Flash games were a thing uh, that were tower defense because you could 
easily play them in a browser. Mm-hmm. So it's just well, basically just dropping towers and, and you, you know, clicking and upgrading them when you have enough resources. So I'm always down to hear about new pinball games. This one can be viewed. I think Buffalo pinball streamed mm. the, the exclusive reveal of this game and, and gameplay. So go check out Buffalo pinballs, YouTube. They should have that there. Um, but uh, any catalog building for the P3 is always a big plus in my books. I do. I'm I'm very interested in how there because it's got with the screen, it's got such a video game element to it. I think it makes a lot of sense. I'm always curious about the experimentation on doing video game genres. Like we know Nick Baldridge did a game that was roguelike in its in its approach. Uh, and he mm-hmm. also did like a, a Sims style building one. And so now here's a tower defense one. I think that's interesting. And even when the system like first came out, like one of the first games I knew about for it was rocks, which is asteroids basically, sure. but you know, with pinball. So, so those sort of genres, it's interesting to see the experimentation on that just to see like, does it work? Is it fun? Uh, how, how much do they have to modify it to get pinball to like, because I haven't seen anything on it yet. I don't know yet how you do tower defense with like, do you get a tower every time you make a shot instead of gathering resources? Mm. How do you place them? Is the placement automatic? That, that sort of thing. Mm. All right. Curious. I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to go watch this video because I like checking out all the new, new games. I had a new game experience as well. Uh, oh, what'd you buy? Remember the last episode, Dennis, I talked about getting a weird owl. I'm going to be getting a weird oh, owl. Yeah, that's in. right. So that's we right. got one in on trade. And selfishly, mm. I was like, eh, I'm going to play it a little bit. Just so, I, you know. Exploiting your dealerness. I just. <laughs> I guess I get to just have everything now. Absolutely. That is one of the perks. So I was like, I'm going to set it up. I'll take pictures, you know, because I'm going to sell mm. this thing. So, But I'll play it because I, I've played at shows and different things. But I really want to mm. sink my teeth into what now, Weird Al has to offer. You had a P3 when you got flipping out, like a really early edition. It was, was this a later? Was this a later model? Yeah. Of the so that unit? was that was so early that Cosmic Kart Racing was like just coming out as I was selling it then. So okay. I was getting rid of it at that point. Um, but yeah, so this is an earlier model with the with the motor driven servo motor driven uh, scoop wall. Uh, so this is a fairly new build. I think they. Oh geez. Within the last year here, it's like a brand. Did you get it from an original owner? I got it from an original owner. Uh, They had spent over 14 grand on, I guess, Weird Al module and a new, because it's the Weird Al LE with a topper and everything. Oh. So so I got it all. So So what's the topper like? (laughs) Fucking Dennis. Since you care so much, I don't really care about the toppers. I'm the, just trying the, to be nice the, to you here, Zach. Right. Uh, man, you are nice to me. You're like the volleyball player that's that's really nice. Achievement just, unlocked. Yeah, Zach got a new topper. right up to me for a spike. The the top. A lot of people complain about the topper's brightness reflecting onto the onto the. Uh, they need to dim it like I did my Logitech mouse. So people have tweaked that. I, I mean, it was super bright. I'm not gonna lie, because taking pictures of it was kind of difficult. I didn't care about that. This in particular one needs a little work with the with the uh, the motor cam 3D printed thing that turns the accordion thing. So that's kind of broken right now, but, but it looks cool. I like any topper that's interactive and motorized and it comes in the LE package package. So uh, minus any repairs you have to make looks pretty cool. I don't think repair is going to be fun on it because it is, it is a designed kind of a mess, but Hey, uh, I'll the next owner I'm, I'm marking it down. Cause I don't want to mess with that. But here's my, experience with weird Al, and not much because i really didn't play it really all. no Would you, were you too busy no it made me nearly rage 
It made me rage quit twice. <sighs> Zach, That's before this, even playing is, this is because you don't sell them. This is because I don't sell them. Yeah. Well, I guess you're trying to try and sell this one. So I am trying maybe, to sell this one. Maybe you shouldn't say these things this until after it sells. This is what I was talking about earlier when I say, <laughs> oh. like, my honesty gets me in trouble because I'll tell people, hey, the topper's broken and it's not going to be fun to fix. Or, hey, uh, I think this is a, a horrible use of a, an operating system. Or, hey, here's my issue. I couldn't really play the game because, for one, the, when I turned it on, I guess, and shipping it bumped around, it wasn't identifying the whammo or uh, weird owls museum of natural hilarity wasn't identifying the module so i had to get it open i had to take it out push it back in make sure it's really pushed back in the clips and everything so i finally got it to it recognized all right we're good but then like it has had some a hop to it like it would hit the module in the back and the ball would hop oh you mean the transition from the screen to the module yes isn't that where that scoop wall is yes yeah. So, so is it hopping on the scoop or is it hopping once you get past the scoops onto the actual past module? Past the scoops right onto the module. But, oh, okay. the, but so it's, it's like clipped you... in correctly, so I don't know why huh. there's a little lip okay. there. Maybe I have to – whatever. I'll still play with it. That's fine. So this one had the the hidden flippers, which is an issue that I have too. You can't see the flippers to engage in the upper flippers, so you're kind of shooting blind there. But I guess after a couple hundred plays, you'd probably get used to that as well. I made it like two. I played the game. Two? You yeah. two? No, I made it two, man. The second okay. game, I was like, you know what? So this is more first thoughts than a review. Yeah. I, I, I don't even care what we call it at this point, because I probably won't ever play one again. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I went okay. to I, the second game. I was like, I just hate that these upper flippers are on a different fucking button. I can't stand it. It's oh. objectively. You can change it, that in the settings. It is wrong, though. It is what so do you mean? wrong. That you mean I can't, morally wrong or what? I just can't flip the flippers and flip all my flippers on my game. Just like I, I every that, other correct. pinball machine ever developed. Yeah. I just. I. <sighs> Okay. I don't disagree because I, I do think that it was an established thing by this, by the time the P3 came out, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but they do have the option for you to go. Cause I've been told this when I bring when I brought it up is, Hey, what if I went them on the same button? And it's kind of like, well, they don't, you know, they don't come with a stack leaf switch. You're not going to be able to stage flip, but if you really want to, they put in an option into the operating system so you can change it. Thus, here, so just change it, Zach, thus just here change it and lies my issues. I don't understand why you These have. These okay. are the issues that I have and why I won't be playing. It's not a Weird Al thing. I've got no beef with you, Weird Al. I actually think your layout looks kind of cool. And the one game that I played that my brain, I could try to get both flippers like I'm playing a fucking piano. It was it was going to be fun. I was like, okay, like, eh. The, the resolution of the display is a little bit, it feels aged and, and dated. But I can get into this game. But I got to give it a fair chance. But I can't if I can't flip the flippers so so i go into the settings and i'm like okay this is a main settings thing you've got to like i don't know if you like open the door three times one two three and then go left right left right a b a but somehow you bring up the main settings and then then i look through the main settings and i uh where would where would that be dennis you you would picture changing the default upper flippers to one flipper that would be all in the settings, the system settings, right? I mean, I, I, I guess, guess I don't know what their menu system's like. It's so. like a rotisserie game settings or intern. It's kind of like a Stern or anything else. All right. Yeah. 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 Settings. So if there's something settings. like, right. So I go into settings and that's convoluted because one menu settings, the, the, the flippers, the red, 
buttons go up and down, uh, whereas you go into another internal system, they change what the, the, the possessions or the, the commands of those buttons. But you just follow it, and it's fine. I looked for like 20 minutes. I cannot find how you can change this damn thing. So I get on our Discord, and I'm like, does anybody know how I can change these damn flippers? And uh, Sean from Pride Pinball was nice enough. He's an owner of uh, the P3, and I, to my knowledge, he really likes his system and games. So he was like, yeah, here's what you do. And then he wrote a dissertation as to how you change these things. He said, you got to go. You've got to create a username. So after you create a username, then you go back in. You're going to modify that username. Once in the modifications, there are user modification settings. Once in those, then you'll see the flipper buttons, and then you can oh, command them. Okay. It's so you if you to. want the single button, it doesn't affect the other players. But I you're bet. not setting a user for the entirety of the P3 system. It's just for Weird Al. So you have to go into Weird Al, then the Weird Al oh, settings. Okay. Then you add a user within the Weird Al module settings. Then you can get them that way. Bless you, Sean. Thank you. That was so easy to figure out. I don't know why I just didn't run across it. So I, I tried that. I tried, Dennis. All right. So you went, I you made the user under the Weird Al, and you went and you found the, with Sean's help, you found where the setting is and you changed it. Well, I had to ask for Sean's help again, because as I was trying to do that, the commands on the, the screen, it shows you what each of the six buttons on the side and the two buttons up front, what they do. So it's like white button goes back, red button goes forward, um, green button or yellow button goes exit. So they all have commands right on the screen there. Okay. So okay. here's the problem. The commands on the screen are not true to the commands that are actually programmed in the game. So when something would say manage user profile, it didn't tell me how to go up and down. So I had to guess it was red, but on the screen, it said the red buttons go back and back and exit and forward. Oh, so, so they say the wrong thing. They say the wrong things. And then the enter button was actually the yellow button. The problem is on the screen, it says the yellow button is exit. So to enable mm. select, you had to press exit button. It, for the life of me, I could not figure out why I kept pressing enter, but it kept going back to the main menu of the game. And I'm like, I know I didn't set my user set. Like, what is going on? Until I figured out that it's programmed wrong. On the screen, it says the wrong thing. I was, so it just, and I got into the Discord and I'm like, uh, Sean, can you help me again? Like, I keep, these all the buttons on the screen say different than what they actually do. And he was like, yeah, they are kind of like that. So you just have to kind of remember that the yellow is not exit, even though it says exit. That's actually forward. And you got to remember that the red buttons go up and down rather than. Okay. So did they're all do, labeled do the, wrong. All right. They're labeled wrong on that screen. Here, here's where a question for you that <laughs> it I pissed have. me so, off so bad. Dennis. Do the buttons, it, do the buttons always in all screens always do the same no, stuff or do they always oh. change? Not only do they always change, sometimes they're wrong. They uh, uh, the most convoluted okay. operating system that I've ever seen in my entire effing life. I almost want to call up Jerry and be like, go back to a DMD. Just mount a DMD into your play field. Just one DMD, please. It was it was an utter mess. So I wanted to rage quit then just because I'm like, I, I, I just I can't even get through. I don't even know how to change the volume on this damn thing. It was horrible. I don't even know how to get out of weird out to the main menu. It is so messed. Like, they should stop what they're doing right now and fix that OS. Just fix it. 
There's no other game is going to benefit from that existing operating system. I'm sorry it's strong. It's just so true. So that was a first rage quit. I fuck it. I, I'm not even, I can't even figure out how to go through these menus. I'm done. The second quit came from once I finally did find this all elusive unicorn of a setting to change all the flippers to normal flipper functioning, I selected it. I fucked it up because I pressed the wrong button because it's, but once I got back there, I pressed yes. Marked it, yes. Submitted, we're good. It says yes, we're good. Thank God. I'm, I was expecting a snarky message that said, you're really going to play the P3 light? It didn't even do that. So I go to play Weird Al. And I shit you not, listener, even though the setting was changed, it didn't change it. The flippers were still separate. They did not, they don't work. The setting didn't work. It just didn't work. So hmm. it was a tough shit. I know you finally figured out how to change that setting so that all four flippers are on two flippers like every other pinball machine ever made, but it doesn't work. So I turned it off and I will not turn it back on again. That's my experience with the uh, P3. Hmm. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts. The setting didn't even work. Is Maybe that- you needed to power it off and power it back on for the setting to take. Uh, I did that. Nope. Oh, okay. (laughs) You know what? What what I did not do, I didn't go back into the setting after I programmed or after I, uh, you know, turned it off, turned it back on. I didn't go to see if the setting took and like saved into the user or not. But I know for sure it saved when I went back to play. So I just I went back to play it after I I turned it off and on, and it's still separate. If it didn't save after you powered it off and powered it back on, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I don't know. I'm like, well, I wouldn't maybe. be able to tell you what did, did Sean, did you tell Sean? Did he have any thoughts? Uh, he, yeah, he didn't really respond after that. Like, cause I don't know if he's, well, no, he, his response was regardless, Zach, he went to the whole, you shouldn't be playing weird Al on same flippers. Anyway, they should be separate. Well, I mean, you can't stage flip if you do the conversion. Exactly. So, so yeah, I would, I would agree. Be, I would agree. I can play better with it being on one flipper than I could of the, the, the benefit that I would receive from a stage flipping. Okay. So, and that's a, and that's a fair counter argument. Here's the other thing when it comes to the P3 that in discord, we had a nice little discussion. Everybody's like, no, it's figured out after you play so many games, uh, your brain will be fine playing. Yeah. You'll with, adapt like the little added yeah. third flipper with the extra button on starship troopers. Guess what? I've never owned that game for a reason because that's the worst idea ever. Why would you ever put flippers on different buttons? Whatever. Unless you have the Nintendo Game Glove. I don't want that. Pinball is two fingers. It's two fingers. That's what you do. That's why people don't like action buttons. It's two fingers. My argument, because everybody's like, well, you use the action button. You use a magna save button. Well, look, look, people. There's a difference between the primary utility and function of the the sport the game that is pinball the control of the ball with two flippers versus a featured mech like a magna save or a post or something like a diverter that happens every once in a while you are controlling the ball with your uh with your hands as a sport or with your flipper bat that's your main control and it should be on one that's that'd be my argument there but what's interesting, Dennis and listener, and I want people to email the pinball show at gmail.com. I think I figured out why some people are so easily to adapt that methodology of 
learn it, figure it out versus some like myself that is saying that's an impossible thing to figure out. It is not natural, nor will it ever be natural. And that is the distinction between the index flippers out there and the middle finger flippers out there. So listener, think right now to yourself. You might even have to go up to a pinball machine, put your hands on it. Yeah, slide your hands on that lockdown bar. Do you flip the flippers with your index finger or with your middle finger? Dennis, are you an index or a middle finger? Middle. Okay. I am an index finger kind of guy. Here's what I figured out. And the sample size is not large enough yet. I would like to uh, do some more research, but my hypothesis. You should pull our Patreon members. Well, I should. My, may, I'll do that between uh, now and uh, between now and then. Uh, but my hypothesis is the number of middle finger flippers who are acceptable to flippers on different fingers is significantly higher than those that are acceptable to these modified flippers of the index finger, primarily index finger flippers. That's my hypothesis. Because from a, um, uh, what do you call it? Ergonomic? Er Yeah, okay. So it's it's the ergonomics of how the buttons on the P3 are laid out. When you, that single flipper, or that, that primary bottom flipper is if you're middle finger flipper, and you go to that, then your index finger is pretty free to hit those upper flipper buttons, which is right past, that is, to the uh, towards the back box uh, of the primary flipper. So they're stacked in that way where your index finger is open to press those buttons. And you can, you can more easily do it. Conversely, if you're an index finger flipper, there's really no way possible to utilize your middle fingers for those upper flippers. So that is your less dominant fingers. There's no way to use those as a index finger flipper, whereas a middle finger flipper can use their less dominant index fingers uh, to control those upper flippers just from an ergonomic standpoint. Hmm. So the single fl- the, the index finger flipper like myself would have to alternate back and forth to use the upper and lower flippers which is much more difficult, I would argue, than using actual two fingers. I think your argument is good. And in fact, it, I want to think a few years ago, there was a poll on Pinside, and I thought that middle finger flipping won out in terms of the majority of respondents. I think so. So there may have been logic at Multimorphic to say, well, this is how most people will approach it. Now, here's the thing you could do. You won't, but you could do to put it to the test. I don't know for sure, but I'm always told they can do everything under the sun. So I'm going to assume it's true that you could probably go in somewhere in those settings oh, and boy. tell I'm not going the back system there, Dennis. to flip the two buttons so that the button that your index finger is on becomes, you put it where you'd normally flip the upper flippers. Those buttons now flip the main flippers and then use your middle fingers to flip the upper <laughs> flippers by moving it to the lower button. <laughs> If they can't tell me which right flippers to use in the first place, how am I going to look, program it? To look, do the- I, I, I ain't going to solve like that menuing. Like that's that's oh not a dentist God. thing to figure. Like I'm not going to explain any of that. But just just reprogram it. There are enough good pinball machines. I'm good. I'm okay. good. But okay, I think well. that's that's my hypothesis. I think that may be the case. I wonder if I jumped into like the multimorphic Discord. I'm welcomed over there. If I jumped in and said, "Hey, let's take a poll." I wonder what, I think I would be right. I think, yeah. So, you middle finger flippers out there, don't you snub up our uh, superior playability of our index fingers? Because I'd like to, uh, I, I need to talk to a hand surgeon. I would like to think that the 
specifications and the detail-oriented movements of the index finger are much more uh, acute than that of the middle finger. Thus, I have no clue why you guys are using your middle fingers because it is objectively the wrong finger to you. Keep using it. I don't care. But it's the wrong finger to use when playing pinball. Your Honor, I rest my case. Oh, that's that's a strong argument there, Dennis. Uh, yeah, that in part, I uh, don't think that's gonna. Don't think a lot of people agree with that. I wonder how people shoot guns. They shoot them with their middle finger or their index finger. You know the answer. I wonder how that. people pick their nose. They pick them with their index finger. Well, fine. Pinky. Is there any pinky nose pickers out there? I see y'all. I see y'all at the stoplight. <laughs> you. Why didn't you contemplate? People playing pinball who don't use the index or the middle. Whenever you wipe your nose, you wipe. Why it are you still on the nose finger. thing? This is a pinball podcast. You use your index finger for more things than you do your middle finger. That's what I'm saying. Sure, but articulating a button doesn't require like a great deal of like That's tip a good sensitivity. Argument. That's a good like, argument. Oh, I need to feel the very tip of the. Eh, I still think just... reaction time is better for an index finger than it is for a middle finger. I do. I, I think the only finger where it would apply uh, that there'd be like a reaction delay would be the ring because of how it's connected. I, th- I mm. think all the other fingers in theory would be completely plausible for you to move at appropriate controlled speed. Hmm. Okay. Even the thumb. You could be a thumb flipper. A flangy flippers. You know, flangies out there, people. Which flangy do you use to flip and fling? Which finger do you think uh, certain... Uh, butler of the Thanksgiving <laughs> giblet and turkey top. Like what? What do you think he uses? He just uses hand? strong hands. <laughs> Use my strong take, finger. You gotta take. I can't hold you. You gotta take my strong. You hand. know what? When he goes boop 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 on the nose, he does yeah. so with his index claw, not his middle claw. His index the claw. claw. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got people to thank. I'll flip it anyway. I want to thank the Screaming Goat Club members because, damn it, there is a new addition to this club. Wow. Oh, I can't thank you guys enough. And we always start the, the thank yous by thanking that old grizzly bobcat. Except for the times we don't thank him first. That's right. Even if he attacks my wife. It's okay. Oh, shoot that fucker. Steve. Thank you, Steve. Bumblebee Tuna. Your balls are showing. Bumblebee Tuna. Can you name that? What, what movie is that? No. I have no idea what you're talking about. Not only Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, but it's When Nature Calls, the sequel. <laughs> Bumblebee Tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. Hi there. Nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. How are you this afternoon? All righty then. Excuse me. Your balls are showing. Bumblebee Tuna. Oh, the one where he's birthed it's, out of that rhino? Yep, Bumblebee Tuna. Uh, hmm. Fantastic I haven't seen that in a while. There. Wow. Uh, Rob, I got to thank Rob for being a sexy little kitten. A panther. <laughs> thank you, Rob, for all the support. Colin. Oh, Colin. You're a, a pinball mixing wizard. <laughs> Poor Colin. You know what? Colin needs all the uh, support he can get this week. Well, he had a... Uh, a run-in when the, with the infamous Chris Cooler is this last week. And shit. Mm. Poor Colin. Woof. Chris was his, uh, his usual self and uh, just nasty and mean. 
he didn't degrade his Colin's wife that I know of. That media mixer got uh, got old Chris Coolers fired up, and Colin got the brunt of it. I wanted to be like, poor Colin. Like, where's Will O'Heading with Twip? He's doing this media mixer too. Where's he at? And then again, maybe maybe uh, Chris wouldn't attack him because he runs the Twippies. <sighs> See if there's connections everywhere. Dennis. At one point, Chris Coolers said. Something to the effect of, because I think Don's wife went in there. He's like, I'm not going to sit here and listen to some out-of-shape, pink-haired woman. <laughs> wow, what a disgusting human. Wow, who says that kind of stuff? Okay, I'll, I'd rather be on this end of the fence. I'm good. Frank, thank you, Frank. Sorry, Colin, for all of that. That I seen you go through that, and that sucks, man. You did nothing wrong. That sucks. Frank, thank you. <laughs> Would you own a falcon as a pet? No. Any birds at all as a pet? No. Not even a parakeet, Petey? Oh my gosh, they don't shut up. No offense to any of you who own birds. I'm sure you've adapted, but uh, anytime I've visited people with birds, I'm just just like, no, this has got like, what do you do? You like give them NyQuil or like, what do you do? Pretty bird. Just throwing the blanket over the cage actually work? Petey didn't even have a head. Oh, I want to thank Dave for shaking it up. Mm. I've shaken it up this episode. I'll be getting emails. Shaking it up with the shaker motor, the OEM Stern shaker motor. Thank you, David. Much appreciated. We're going to get him to red trimmer one day. No. No. Shake his way to victory. Speaking of shaking up a little bit, Joe Fox, where are you at? I haven't heard from Joe in a while. I know. Where's Joe? Where in the world is Joe Fox from Delaware? I don't know where he's at. He needs to be uh, hanging out at Expo. Joe, are you going to Expo? He don't even listen to these episodes. Charlie, thank you, Charlie. Ringle ding. People like that song I used last time, the Dre song. Yeah. Oh, did they? They did. Yeah, there it is. Ring that Venom bell tower. Builds up your time. And our newest member of the Screaming Goat Club, Willie. Oh, Willie. Willie is here. William, thank you, William. As he is now taking his Patreon dollars elsewhere. William, uh, we we had to go through the different nicknames. What are we going to choose for William? He's such a good guy. Easy, free spirit. Mellow, really. Very mellow. He, he sees the best in people and situations. He's a, he's a, uh, I don't know if he's a newer collector, but he has a plethora of wonderful, beautiful, brand new, just top shelf collection of pinball machines. And he hung out with us on the last, he was a, uh, he was a Nordman member. Yes, all right. Oh yeah. Wait, he had, he's the one who, he had a uh, Fathom. Yeah. He made really one behind him. Yeah. One hell of an upgrade to jump up to the Screaming Goat Club uh, membership. So thank you, William. We're going to give you a nickname uh, that... First off, I was going to do the assassin because you're so hard to find information on. Man. You tried to stalk him online. I, well, you, you try to get cues here and there to try to create a good uh, a good nickname for him. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't find anything. So it was going to be mm. the stealthy assassin. Wow. But uh, the, I think the moniker, the reason that he's so hard to find stuff is just because he's so damn chill and easygoing. So we're going to go uh, here as his nickname, Dennis. We're going with... The dude. 
He's simply going to be known going forward as the dude. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, Duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Uh, Are you employed, sir? Employed? <laughs> you don't go out looking for a job dressed like that, do you? On a weekday? Is this a... What day is this? Because he ties the room together. He abides, number one. Yeah, sure, abiding, yeah. Absolutely. He doesn't have any severated toes with pink nail polish around. No, he's the dude. I wonder if you can play pinball with your toes. (laughs) You have to clip your toenails so you can... Uh, So he's chill. He's the dude. He's the moment of zen. Namaste. That's William. And he's part of our Screaming Goat Club now. Thank you so much, William. Thanks to all those who uh, hang out in the club membership Discord. Go Make sure to go answer that poll. Are you a middle finger flipper or a index finger flipper? And which finger do you use to pick boogers? See, I'm still index on that one, too. Finger dexterous. A reminder that the next TPS Live Zoom Hangout for those part of the Screaming Goat and Ma'am Club membership levels is going to be uh, September 27th at 8 p.m. That's this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central. Central. Woohoo! 8 p.m. Central, September 27th. Be there, people. We'll talk about all kinds of juice. We got to do the segment of all segments here. The one that's going to earn us an invitation to that pinball media mixer. It's the one that starts with pinball and ends in market trends. <laughs> the Bobcat I like your style, dude. Turning up this week, then Dennis Venom. Isn't that all the evidence you've been given? <laughs> it's hot right now. You know, for this last week, I've had, I've had what two or three people opt out of their premium up to an LE of Venom. They're seeing what the gameplay is. They're liking what they're seeing. The and we've got we've got pros in stock. Those are selling well now. It was like a month from release now that they're starting to roll out people are purchasing them more we've getting more videos out there and the game is damn fun remember it's the brett Favre pinball machines it's a gunslinger baby <laughs> love you texas so training up this week is venom pinball from stern pinball also training up this week is pinside have i ever trended up pinside dennis exactly <laughs> he's Right now he's walked out. He's taking a poop. No, yes, no. I went to pee while you were oh, doing see, your market yes. trends because I figured I had I a huge window. I had a huge window. Yeah. Uh, so so I, what, what are never, you saying that's trending up even though we're in a complete, like, uh, like what what's crypto winter for pinball? Arctic pinball? I said, uh, no, pin, a pin side. Have I ever trended up pin side? I don't believe I have. Yes, you have. Have I? Okay, well. Uh, usually trending them down, but damn it, they deserve. All right, maybe it was down. I don't remember. They deserve to be trended up this week. Quite simply, for doing their job impeccably. That's right. I'm shilling Pinside now. Because oh, do you mean like the moderators or what? The moderators in general, yes. Oh, okay. Just okay. been doing. If you want to know anything pinball or go anywhere pinball, it's usually Pinside. Uh, it's a great place to go to, even if there's some haters on there. I, I had an interaction on Pinside this last weekend lying in bed where somebody was just trying to just be nasty to my business for n- no evidence, no reason. I even told the guy, like, just stop. If you have reason or evidence, if I messed up an order in the past, like, tell everybody here, but you keep going throughout the threads of this last year, just 
saying you don't know why I'm in business still. I'm shady. But at least explain yourself. And he wouldn't because there is it's bullshit. So um, Pinside recognized that, and they immediately responded, reprimanding and uh, having consequences for that individual for putting up just blatant lies and harm and and hate immediately within five minutes, Dennis, of his bullshit smattering. Pinside was there promptly, and they took care of it. And they also messaged me to say, appreciate what you do for the industry, and uh, we hope that that individual spreading those uh, false statements does not negatively impact uh, you, your family, your livelihood, whatever it may be. Thank you, Zach. Well, you know what? Pinside coming through. Coming through. And then after that, everybody in that thread was like, thank God that that turd is out of here. God, that guy sucked. Why does everybody have to be so negative? Pinball. It's all good, baby. It's pinball. Can't be happy. Be gone. Now it is. I I mean, get gone, I don't know if that's bro. like a saying or... or I'm going to make but... it a saying, get gone. All straightening up this week is my best buddy, Greg Bone. Yeah, Greg Bone. You want to know why? No. It's because Greg Bone has now unlocked another insider achievement in this industry, and that is he has become a game operator now. Greg Bone is a game operator. He's operating five beautiful Stern Pro machines, Insider Connect, all that good stuff at a place called <laughs> Rubbin' Butts. I can't make this up. Rubbin' Butts is a barbecue place uh, around where he lives, Louisville area there. Uh, so if you're in that area, you get to go check it out. Greg Bone, man, he's become like the tech extraordinaire, especially for Stern Spike System games. But uh, yeah, now he's routing and operating games. I'm proud of mm. you, Greg. Nicely done. He's got a Venom Pro on location, ready to rock and roll. Look at that. And I bring that up because you're going to see other big things coming from uh, from the routing and operating of, of a Greg Bone, maybe some flipping out pinball action. Nicely done. But I get it all can't be butterflies here. we got to throw bones on people. <laughs> Trending down this week is Guardians of the Galaxy Pro. No, they're vaulting at final... final resistant no final yeah, voyage it's, it's final it's finally voyaging well numbers don't lie i only report the facts and that's how marketplaces work if you have something that's hard to get and now you're bringing a lot more into a marketplace the, the numbers are going to go down it's just the way it is so guardians of the galaxy pro are no longer those games are going to be hard to find so the price is going to go down on the secondary market so if you want to get one i, I you can get one in now is going to be a lot cheaper than it was a month ago uh here in a couple months it's going to be even cheaper also trending down this week is Jurassic Park LE, obviously. We talked about it before, but damn, I got one in on trade trying to sell it for like eleven eight nine nine. I can't even sell it. I'm going to have to lower that thing to like uh, lower 11s. What is going on? And ultimately, the last trending down this week is a very special game from my collection. This game was so rare and special, Dennis, that I couldn't even take a picture of it. I, there's people that are part of the Jersey Jack Pinball Company didn't even know I had it. But it's gone. And I've already said too much by mentioning JJP. Hmm. I got rid of it. Wow. It was a rare bird. Only one of like three in existence. Wow. Yeah. And speaking of three, sometimes three things were supposed to spin all at the same time, but they didn't. <laughs> but they did for me. Oh, I hate to see it go. That rare bird flew off. It was heading towards Canada. 
I don't know if it made it all the way to Canada, but uh, it was heading north, not only for the winter, but for its lifetime. RIP, working prototype chest. Deal of the week this week. Bye bye bye. Oh, well, hey, it's it's a P3 Weird Al <laughs> flipping out pinball. What? Yeah, deal of the week. I had this thing it was at fourteen thousand plus dollars, brand new. I had it at eleven thousand four ninety nine. That's saving a ton. But you know what? I'm a giver here, baby. I'm gonna slash that price, and it's gonna be ten thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. That's five hundred dollars off. Bye bye bye. I'll have to deal with the topper, but come uh, get it. Might have to delete my username. If anybody's mm. local here, come fix the game for me so that I can play it. Shit. You said you weren't playing it ever again. Well, I just don't want to go back into the the abyss that is those settings. Oh mm. god, I had a nightmare just rolling, sweating. No, 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 no. What's back is front, is forward, is back, is exit. No. And as always, people, look, I'm just here to report the facts to give you some laughs because numbers don't lie. They can be funny too. On pinball market trends. <laughs> Yay. All right, Dennis, shut us down here. Where can people catch you? Oh if you, nah, you, finally. you don't even want them to, do you? Well, they they can email me, eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com. is the easiest way for me to directly, quickly see the message. Or they can email me at thepinballshow at gmail.com. I was going to say, sometimes people forget that I do have access to those. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And while you're at it, go to Facebook and follow the pinball show. Hell, go to TikTok. Go to get onto our Discord by becoming uh, a member yourself. Or just email us at thepinballshow at gmail.com. Follow, like, and subscribe to Straight Down the Middle. Greg may be rubbing butts, but uh, we'd like your membership over there. Watch some vertical video gameplays. Mm. Flipping out, same thing. Flipping out pinball. I really need you guys. If you guys are not following Flipping Out Pinball on Instagram, I'm dumping a lot of stuff there, uh, as well as some upcoming reels this week alone. One including Olive Garden. How about that? And uh, on social media, Facebook, uh, YouTube, all of that stuff. But speaking of Flipping Out Pinball. When I buy my pinball shit, I buy from Flipping Out. From toppers or play three reels, I've got it figured out. Flipping Out, figured out. When I think of pinball, I think Flipping Out. Product showcase this week is Guardians of the Galaxy Pro December spots. I do still have a handful of spots available. So if you've always been wanting one, you didn't have to overpay, pre-order. It's a pre-order. Pre-order that game now at flippingoutpinball.com or email me at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip, the letter N, outpinball.com or text me at 812-457-9711. If I don't answer the phone at like 9 o'clock at night, it may be because I'm busy and I'm uh, at a thing or I'm Lately, I've been in bed. We have all kinds of games in stock. Go check out, uh, go check out the list of those now. You can find the most updated list on our Facebook page for flipping out pinball. But some of the newer stuff we got in Venom Pros are in stock, ready to go. Galactic Tank Force with or without the rights upheld. Le's in stock, ready to go. Jurassic Park 30th. We are down to our last one. It's simply number two, number two. So a little bit of a premium on that thing. Uh, we've got used games in stock. I do have Queens still. Um, you name it, I probably have one right now for you, as well as all the accessories and goodies for you as well. Flipping out with friends, go over to the YouTube channel, Flipping Out Pinball, and you'll see Joel Engelberth with his brother or with some of the ind- industry leaders interviewing them or hanging out with a panel of media members like Dennis Creasel or Hottie from Frisco Pinball. George! 
Don't panic. Flip. TPN last week, what happened? We had all kinds of podcasts, didn't we? Or we said triple dream. No, we had a no, we had a whole two. We oh, had okay. a whole two come out. So it's not been a lot since our Quality last episode. Quality over quantity. Right, yes, exactly. So we had episode 12 of the Pinball Innovators and Makers podcast came out mm, titled okay. Innovation. Hey, I can do that. And that was the one that he did with Sean Irby. Oh, okay. And then yeah, the A-Ball the, Beyond guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, Eight Ball Beyond. And then Triple Drain did have episode 42. It's been like over a month since they put an episode out. That's oh, the one where I'm I'm only halfway through it because ostensibly it's about Venom, but the whole like first hour keeps getting pushed back where they're not talking about Venom because they're talking about Rick and Morty. And oh, that's a Joel <laughs> so, thing then. Yes, it's a Joel thing. I've finally gotten to the part where Venom is being discussed, but I'm not all the way through the show and yet. And at that point, Tom's tired, so. <laughs> yes. I so anyway, those that, are the uh, those are the two episodes that have come out since the uh, pinball show that we did for episode one thirty seven. Oh, very very cool. I think this week we'll probably get a final round that's coming. Yeah, it, yeah, it would be about on pace with that. But you know, Marty's really busy. Jeff's been traveling, thus making him very busy. And a lot of people are really busy. Oh my gosh, it, October's super busy. It is. And speaking of that, I think we should probably announce so that there aren't 20,000 emails coming in oh, yeah. uh, that we are not having an episode in two weeks. Yes. The plane is no episode in two weeks. Uh, and then the following two weeks, hopefully we can get one out around expo time. So everybody, this, is, every, yeah, this is Zach's schedule is just causing a lot yes. of conflicts with the, with the recording schedule. Yeah, I got camping. I got some cruise to go on. I've got the expo thing. I even have, believe it or not, I've not been not going to really do conventions this, uh, this year, but there is one local Comic-Con kind of thing that I'm doing, uh, because it's going to be a, a, a different thing next year. Dennis, do you think, uh, you think you would if if your schedule lined? If I ran my own show convention, would you come? Well, you're just thinking about starting up a convention. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, where would it be? Things. Where would it be? Does it matter, Dennis? Damn, you gotta maybe. support me. Come on, I, I'll say maybe. <sighs> I'll take it. I will okay. take it. So now, eh, just looking into some stuff, you know. I figure uh, that yeah, we'll 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 keep it there for now. Invite me to your media mixer. <laughs> if you have decided to pull a troll move and and bought up the rights to Galactic Tank Force, don't don't do. Come on, American Pinball needs this. Let them have the rights back. I don't know if anyone's done that, but if they have, come on. We don't we don't need that sort of trolling. Just let them, just let them have it. The, 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 whoever trolled us on the pinballnetwork.com still hasn't. <laughs> That trolls to and give no. Oh, I, for, I forgot all about They're that. They're still domain. re-upping that damn domain. Well, if they like to spend the money on it. And always practice safe pinball. And for flip's sake, use your dominant index finger when you're playing pinball. Everything else is simply wrong. Same as the left-handers out there. No, I'm joking. Uh, it's called adapting. Come on. Darwin taught us that, didn't he? That's not, that's not exactly what Darwin was going for. I wonder if those fucking park finches use their index claw or their middle claw. <laughs> All my women in the house, if you chasing cash and you got some big titties with a matching ass, with the fly ass boots on your open toes when you get on the floor. Nigga, hold them.